Welcome to the Intentional Family Podcast. I'm Rachel, here with my husband, Mike, my co-host. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to do this with you and not just fly solo this time. Not by yourself? No. Although that one turned out pretty good, I thought. I've had some good feedback so far. (laughs) This is just proving what we've all known for a long time. You're the real star of this show. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) So you didn't mind me monologuing for 33 minutes or whatever it was? I didn't. I (laughs) don't think other people did either. You shared some really great stuff. So Good. Well, I just share what's on my heart, hoping that it helps inspire another person out there. But today we are hoping to start a little series here, maybe two, maybe three parts. We'll see how it goes. Talking about boundaries. But landmarks, landmines, because they set the stage for what should be kept in and what should be kept out, if you think of a fence line or a property line. And we've learned so much from those around us, from situations, from things we've had to go through. So we are here to share what we've learned and what we are learning right now. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. And I I like the way that you kind of set that up and defined it where the boundaries are meant to keep the good things in Mm -hmm. and the bad things (laughs) out. Yeah, they serve a dual purpose. And it is easy to just let the boundaries get real fuzzy and we kind of forget the good that should be kept in and keep doing and keep making habits stick. And the bad, we let the bad creep out if we don't keep a clear boundary marker. Creep in, you mean? Creep in. Did I say yeah. creep out? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so much in and out. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's true. But it is just worth calling out here, I think, anytime you identify something that you don't want in your life, that should be an indication that there is a boundary somewhere that has been broken. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember last fall, I was running with our dog, Lucy, and we have this route that we go by our house and there's this path that goes, it's next to the highway, but you can't see the highway. You go through the woods and there's like these trees that form this little tunnel that you run through and then you come out on the other side and there's a farm field and there's a bunch of cows and she cannot figure out these cows. Every time we walk or run by them, she turns and she looks at these cows and she does this thing where she like keeps running in a straight line, but her head is turned and she's just staring at these cows. They're like, they're big dogs, but they're just sitting there. They're not doing anything. Well, one time, one of the cows had gotten out of the fence and was standing on the path that we were running on. So funny. <laughs> and we had to run right by this cow in the middle of this path. And that was alarming. And <laughs> it just... You know, that's a, a, a the, the example that came to mind as you're talking about these boundaries and, and what they're supposed to do. It's like that electric fence, which is meant to keep the cows in the pasture yeah. and off of the bike path. <laughs> but when they don't happen, weird stuff happens. Tilt. What is this? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. I would have loved to seen her face. <laughs> Lucy just looking. Thankfully, cows are not aggressive. So you nope. really don't have to. They don't move much. They kind of just look at you and. Just chilling there, chewing the cud. Yeah, we ran right by it. We were maybe five or six feet from it, and the cow just sat there and watched us, <laughs> and Lucy just kept running and watched the cow. She didn't make a move towards it. The cow didn't make a move towards us, but it was just sitting outside the fence, happy to be outside its boundary. Yep, yep. <laughs> Yeah, when, when they let those things in that shouldn't be in there, it's a violation. It's illegal trespassing. Sometimes we see those signs 
when you're out um, on, let's say, hiking or something, and it could be partially someone's personal property, and you'll see no trespassing signs. And that's our indication, okay, we've gone too far. Another thing that maybe in our vernacular that people like to say is stay in your lane. Yeah. And that is the same idea where don't overstep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And moms can testify that we don't really love unsolicited advice about parenting or other parts of our life. And we, yes, we need to stay humble, but that doesn't mean that we need to receive every bit of advice that's given to us. (laughs) If we're asking someone that we respect and love and want to hear from, that's one thing. But we don't want to be the one giving that unsolicited advice, or we don't have to receive it either. Regarding the staying in your lane, just to continue this cow story, (laughs) (laughs) this farm field, it is picked over by these cows. It's all mud, dead trees. It's like a wasteland. It is. There's no grass in that field. So another saying we're familiar with, the grass is always greener. I'm sure that's what this cow was going for. It's like, hey, look, there's some grass over there. I'm going to go eat it. And then all of a sudden it realizes, oh, I'm outside the pen. And at that moment, it probably doesn't think that there's anything wrong, but that's where you get into trouble. You go yeah. outside your boundaries and that's when you make yourself vulnerable. You open yourself up to things like a golden doodle running by that could get mad at you. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Our last episode was called The Grass is Greener. Yeah. <laughs> we do that, don't we? We can overstep and get out of our lane or pass our boundary when we see something that we want or want, something we want to have, something we want to do that's not appropriate for our life. Yep. And we are that cow that goes on the path where we don't belong. Yeah. <laughs> being content is just being okay with your current set of boundaries doesn't yeah. mean they have to be that way forever. Yeah, they don't have to stay that way. But it, you're not driven like this is completely unjust and needs to be changed right now. You're okay with the way things are. Content yeah. but not complacent. You're not yeah. just going to sit there and do nothing about it, but you're also not going to be consumed with I got to get over there and get that thing because when yeah. I get that thing or when I achieve that goal or when I get that job or when I buy Mm -hmm. that car or when I live in this type of house, that's when I'm going to be happy. Yeah. Never happens. Right. And the topic we are discussing today comes from the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend. It's the original Boundaries book. There's a bunch of variations of the book, Mm -hmm. but uh, my notes are off of my reading of the original Boundaries book. And I like what they say in it to kind of preface the whole topic is that boundaries are not walls. That's a good distinction because a wall, you can't just walk through a wall. I mean, Jesus did, but we can't (laughs) just walk through a wall. And in community, all members have their own space and property. Um, The important thing is that the property lines are permeable enough to allow passing and strong enough to keep out danger. I like that definition. Yeah. That, really clarifies what it is or it's not just this these walls we put up in our life we're not like raising bubble children or trying to isolate ourselves from the world and and like oh well i don't see it happening so it's not happening well that's not what we're talking about Mm -hmm. we're talking about the choices that we make and what we want in our life and what we don't want in our life and i love one of the just in our body an awesome picture of what a boundary is is our skin. Yeah, true. Our skin is our largest organ. And 
it is incredibly powerful at keeping the bad stuff out. And that's why if we have a cut or something where the skin is broken, it is vital to keep that clean and clear so there's not an infection. Mm-hmm. So the skin is a barrier. I love that example. Yeah. The infection that you just mentioned, I mean, you could preach off of that. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's true. Because a lot of times those in- infections, they don't feel that bad at first. Mm-hmm. And then when you have an infection, it can actually be very serious. Yeah. And it always starts with just, oh, it's not that big a deal. You just don't keep it clean. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've got a lot going on or it doesn't hurt that bad. Yeah. So you just completely overlook it. Yeah. And then later on, you've got a big mess to deal with. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you're taking care of your your boundaries. Yep. And the skin is very vital because victims of abuse, like physical abuse, they have had a, the most basic boundary line violated, just our own bodies, our own skin. And they can have a very difficult time creating boundaries later in life. That's why a lot of people that have been um, abused sexually, for example, they end up living a life later that they never would have ever lived if that hadn't happened to them because what their very basic human rights, their body has been violated. And so that boundary is skewed unless they come to a place where they reset that boundary and they realize, no, I can say no and I can do what I can to protect myself from that again. Speaking of saying no, that's your second one here on the outline. <laughs> yeah. It's uh yeah, it's a setting word. We can say no. And it's funny because you think about toddlers little ones, that's a first empowering word that they learn is no. And the reaction they can get from that is pretty powerful. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, as as you're using that example of little kids learning to say no, I'm reminded of that movie we just watched. Oh, yeah. It's the second Boss Baby movie. Our kids loved the first one. So when the second one came out, they wanted to, to see it. And there's a point in the movie where the baby mastermind, you know, mm-hmm. whose goal is to get rid of all parents. <laughs> Part of the master plan is teaching all of the babies everywhere to stand up and say no. <laughs> Terrifying movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, it doesn't have to be a ridiculous example like that. That's just where my brain went. But yeah, it's it's uh, you're as a as you develop and as you grow, that's one of the the things that you learn is I am me and I am different Mm -hmm. from you. We are not the same. We're not connected. And I have the ability to set a boundary and say, well, just because you want me to do something doesn't mean I'm going to do that. Yeah. And with kids and parents, that gets maybe complicated. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) for whatever reason, once we get into the workplace, we feel like we can't say no whenever a boss or a manager or a coworker Mm -hmm. asks us to do something. At least that's how I feel. But I'm naturally a people pleaser. I don't want to let anybody down. So when they say, hey, can you do this for me? The easy answer, the right answer is to say, no, I've got too much going on right now. I just can't squeeze that in but we end up just saying no we convince ourselves we can squeeze in one more thing and then everything comes crashing down and we don't realize that it's death by a thousand paper cuts (laughs) yeah no it's yeah that's very true and another 
very paramount part of setting boundaries is knowing truth. And for us, that's God's truth in, the, in his word. That sets limits and boundaries in our life. And it reminds me of one of the original stories of Adam and Eve. And what made Eve change her boundary of, you can eat anything in this garden, literally anything except for this one tree. And what made her change that boundary of saying no to that one tree was the enemy coming and questioning. Did God really say did this is this really true? And that questioning from the outside, what happened is it made her her start to internalize and think like, okay, did he really say that? Is that really going to happen if I do this that I'm not supposed to do? And she moved her boundary and she did the very thing that she was told not to do. The one and only thing she was told not to do. And that is what happens. The outside, the that which comes against to just trespass and come in our life that's unwanted, it often comes as a question. Mm-hmm. And if we talk about the grass is greener, it comes from that a lot where we're not yeah. content like you talked about with where we're at or what what lot in life we, are, we have right now. And we are looking out there and the questions start filling our mind. Another aspect of this when it comes to truth versus a lie, uh, Ed Cole once said that a lie is most dangerous when it is closest to the truth. Yeah. So a lot of the stuff that is wrong that is causing you to change your boundaries to uproot the ancient landmarks, like it Mm -hmm. talks about in the Bible, it says don't do that. It comes from this thing that sounds right. Yeah. It looks right. Mm -hmm. If you take the time to dig deep enough, you'll find out it's not right. But at surface level, it's enough to convince you that this is the the way to go. And so you make that one decision and you open the door. Mm -hmm. One cow gets out. (laughs) I know all the cows are. (laughs) Then, then, yeah, (laughs) you continue to erode those boundaries and those barriers. And pretty soon anything can come and go. And that's where you get in trouble and at that point you realize that's usually when you when you hit rock bottom that's when you come to your senses and you you wake up like the prodigal son talks mm-hmm. about he's eating out of the the trough with the yep. the pigs are eating out of and he's like how did i get here yeah and at that point like i had it way better back when i had those <laughs> boundaries and those yeah. rules that i thought were unfair mm-hmm. that's a whole nother point is the a lot of the times the boundaries and the the rules that are established they're for your own protection yeah the people who paint the lines down the middle of the road to keep the traffic in the appropriate lanes <laughs> mm-hmm. aren't doing that because they're on a power trip right <laughs> they're trying to save your life yes yeah absolutely it's very interesting and it's a very important thing to talk about because boundaries are there to sa- keep us safe but if we don't see it right then when you talked about the skin and you mentioned how just a little if something's not dealt with like let's say a little paper cut a paper cut undealt with, if it gets an infection, can spread. Mm-hmm. And an infection that gets in your blood is serious. Yeah. And you can your body can quickly turn toxic and you can be sepsis. And that's a life-threatening condition. And I know that's really j- extreme. It sounds really melodramatic. But it is a good picture to paint. Yeah. Because the little foxes spoil the vine, the word says, the scripture says. 
as the woman, we are watchers. We're naturally watchers. We see things. We see a lot of things that sometimes dad doesn't necessarily see. Now, he does see stuff a lot of times that I don't see. But when we see stuff and we deal with it, that prevents a bigger issue down the road. Yeah, it does. And that is, that's what discipline is. Discipline creates safe boundaries for our children. Mm, and that yeah. done with love and mutual respect and just them knowing like I do this because I love you what that does is it creates comfort it creates confidence because they know what's right and wrong they know mm. the boundaries that are set around them and that's a safe place for them to be yeah that kind of leads into in the title you talked about landmarks and a landmark is one of those things that you can see from mm-hmm. far away that helps you locate where you are. Yeah. So I'm reminded of when we went to the little farmer yeah. in the fall and we mm-hmm. did that corn maze with our kids who were really little at the time, but I remember this like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. I forget how old they were. Maybe Toby was six I, or seven. Uh, the, the first time, yeah, I'd say that's probably about right. Joshua was four or five. Yeah. Jonathan was two or three. Yeah, no. you were probably outside I, the corn maze with, with Malachi a, as a baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we went through that corn maze, and that corn is really tall. Mm-hmm. I can't see over the top of it. So they have this platform in the middle of the maze where you can go up and get an elevated view, and you can see the exit when you're up in this platform. You can see over the top of the corn. You can see where you're supposed to come out. And so what you can do from that point is you can pick a landmark over by the exit. Mm-hmm. And you can see that landmark once you get back down into the corn. And so you then, as you're navigating the maze, you're making sure that you're moving towards that landmark and you know that you're going in the right direction mm-hmm. and eventually you come out. Mm-hmm. And I know nothing about navigation but like i'm sure you could do the same sort of thing with the stars or the sun (laughs) i just am completely clueless when it comes to directions if i don't have my gps with me (laughs) (laughs) that's funny i'm like blue in uh in rio (laughs) Uh, yeah (laughs) it's so funny this is totally a tangent but that made me think of how um this was a few years ago i was like i do not want to be reliant on this stupid gps on my phone so i didn't use it for a while and i was like i can get i can get places if i don't know where it is i'll look ahead of time at the route and i'll do it so i challenged myself like don't rely on this you need to know your your sense of direction i do these little things with myself a lot like i'll find these little (laughs) challenges and i just i'm always just trying to find a different way to do it. Well, we're going to get way off topic now, but <laughs> I, <like> I, <laughs> I believe that uh, anytime you look at a map, you think of that as this is canonical truth, right? This mm-hmm. is exactly where everything is. But the reality is that any map that you look at is not the territory. I picked this concept up from the Great Mental Models, Volume 1, and it really stuck with me. So anytime you look at a map, unless it is a one-to-one representation of the actual territory, which would be pointless because then the map is as big as the area that you're trying to navigate, it is going to be a collection of things that the person who made the map decided were important. Mm -hmm. Those are the boundaries that they identified. And then 
we look at that map, we look at the GPS directions, and we just follow within that set of boundaries. But what if you took the role of map maker for your own life? What if you became the cartographer and all of the information that you've collected, all of your experiences, everything that you've learned, you combed through it all and you decided what was important and you decided where you were going to draw those lines which represent your reality. You, we could have the exact same experiences, have read the exact same books, exact same ideas, and if you asked us to make a mental map of what we consider to be important, they would be two very different things. Mm-hmm. Maybe one is extremely positive, one is extremely negative. I just use those as examples because they're like opposite ends of the spectrum people would think about. They're both true though. <laughs> <laughs> So when it comes to setting your own course, I feel like this is one of the most important things you can do mm-hmm. is give yourself permission to set your own boundaries. Yeah. If you do not set your own boundaries, somebody else will. Yeah. And at absolutely. that moment, you are letting them chart the territory and draw the map of your life and your existence. Mm-hmm. And that just ticks me off when I think about that. No one's doing that for me. <laughs> I'm setting my own boundaries, dang it. Exactly. Yeah. No, and I like that picture because I, I what, what I kept thinking of as you're describing this was a map. Like if we lo- both had a physical map and we had the same destination and we were driving separately, I bet you we would pick different routes. I would yeah. probably pick the back way. <laughs> <laughs> that was prettier and more fun to drive and I could... Um, go the speed limit, but um, through the country. But slightly Windy more. <laughs> roads. <laughs> and you'd probably right, take right. the fastest, most direct route with highways. Yep, exactly. And that's, that is, I like how you describe that because we do have to take everything it is, like what, what are our values? Like what are my skills? Like where am I going? And put all that together and decide, okay, what is my course of action going forward? What mm-hmm. do I let in? What do I not let in? Because sometimes there's going to be stuff you have to let into your border, in your boundary, in, in your life that you didn't think you should. Yeah. I think of soccer coaching. Okay. <laughs> So Mike is coaching our middle school soccer team. We are two oldest boys are on a middle school soccer team through our uh, homeschool group. There's a bunch of kids on it. And I floated the idea by Mike because the coach, he needed someone to help him. There's just one guy. There's 22 kids signed up. And I, I asked him, like, would you be interested in helping him? And, and I said, no, he said, no. (laughs) And I don't know exactly how this happened, but long story short, he's coaching and he absolutely loves it. Well, I can tell you how it happened. You set up a call for me with the head coach and he called me. We were up in Door County when he called and I saw it come up and I kind of rolled my eyes. I'm like, let's just get this over with. (laughs) And I answered the phone and immediately, kind of like you have a canned response when a telemarketer calls. I told him, okay, so I know you practice and play Monday, Thursday, Friday. I can do Mondays. I can't do Thursdays. I'm going to do 50-50 for Fridays. So I totally get it if you want somebody else. Just like that. You thought he would say Just like that. no thanks. And he's like, actually, that, that'd be great. <laughs> You're like, oh. oh. Okay. So I learned a couple of lessons from this relating to boundaries, actually. 
I had written off the even the possibility mm-hmm. of coaching soccer because in my mind, I couldn't commit 100%, so that was a deal breaker. Turns out that was not a deal breaker. And I was able to coach soccer, which you said I I love. We talked about this last night. I love seeing these kids who a lot of them never played before. And so you show them something and they do something and they kind of surprise themselves that they did it. And they then they get confidence and they mm-hmm. get like the light goes on. Yeah. I love seeing that. And I would have missed out on that completely because I had an assumption of this is the way this has to be done. And because I had some firm boundaries, I defended those boundaries right away on that call. And what I found out was the boundaries regarding me being a soccer coach were a lot more flexible than I thought they were. Yeah. (laughs) So win-win. Yeah. But even entertaining, because those opportunities will come. And we do have to be really careful about what we say yes or no to. But we also have to be careful to not put up walls like we talked about. Because if you let's just imagine a ranch. And what they have is the fencing all around their property. Mm-hmm. They don't have a wall around their property. It's a fence. Right. A fence you can see through. There's a lot of benefits to seeing through that fence. You can see, let's say, wild animals that you don't want in because you don't want them to get your cattle. You can see maybe some good opportunities. Maybe you see something outside the field that you need to explore mm-hmm. that's past the fence. And I think of this soccer example as a good example of that. We have fences, not walls, because we want to see what's beyond to keep out what shouldn't be, but also to let in things that should be. Walls can be useful, though, especially as a focus tool. (laughs) Yes. We are recording this in my office, which has no windows. Right. There are pros and cons to that. (laughs) And generally speaking, I can't spend a whole lot of time in here because I kind of go crazy. I have to get outside. I have to see the sun. There's no natural light down here. (laughs) Exactly. But when I need to focus on a project, this is a great place to do it because I'm not distracted by the things Mm -hmm. that I would see through the the windows and things like that. I want to go back real quickly to the map example, though, because I think another aspect of this regarding the landmines piece, there will be places that you run into things that you didn't want or you didn't expect. Mm -hmm. And in terms of travel, I feel like that's road construction. Here in Wisconsin, we have two seasons, (laughs) winter and road construction. (laughs) It's true. And sometimes the GPS knows that there's road construction. They can help you avoid it. A lot of times they don't. And you're right smack dab in the middle of it. And what do you do when you find yourself in one of those situations? You don't turn the car around and go back home. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But when it comes to our dreams and our goals, that's how we respond a lot of times. Yeah. So recognize you know these boundaries they're ideally they're gonna help you avoid those landmines and the road construction altogether but the very best thing you can do when you do encounter that stuff is not to just give up and throw it out but recalculating (laughs) (laughs) yeah what is the correct path forward Uh from right here yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and then just just keep going no i like that this is called your focus cave for a reason Yep. Down here in your office. <laughs> it's true. So there is a place for that. Um, when, regarding boundaries, something I did want to touch on for sure was self-boundaries. And these mm. are things that 
I have to decide for myself that this is absolutely vital and important. And for me, it's taking care of myself because with five kids that I'm homeschooling, um, helping my husband out and all the other responsibilities outside of that that I have, it's very easy to put myself last and my physical health and my mental health go south because I push off the workouts, I push off the eating healthy, push off the eating sometimes because <laughs> it's just <laughs> easier to just keep going. Yeah. And you get so busy doing stuff for everyone else that you don't take care of yourself. Yeah, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. The flying on an airplane analogy, you put your own oxygen mask yeah. on first. It's vital. Yeah, I, I really like this. And I feel there's some stuff we can unpack here. So you mentioned a, a bunch of different things there basically from working out to eating healthy all of these decisions that you don't even think about a lot of times as you make them they are directed by the boundaries that you have established Mm -hmm. whether you realize it or not so if you are going to eat healthier that means that you need to plan ahead yep you need to do the shopping and mm-hmm. get the right ingredients and have the food in the house. At least for us, typically when we don't eat healthy, it's because we don't have the food in the house. Oh, let's just order pizza. Yeah, right. We haven't thought it through ahead of time, but if you establish the right boundaries, they can actually funnel you to making the right decisions by default. Mm-hmm. And then it's a matter of priorities because yeah. you have all of these things that are fighting for your time, your attention, your energy, your money. You could mm-hmm. set boundaries with your budget Mm -hmm. that's literally what that is it's a bunch of boundaries about how much you're going to spend in specific categories time is another big one and that's why i do time blocking every single day because i like to put boundaries around okay so i have a meeting that's supposed to be a half an hour from 9 to 9 30 well i'm gonna make sure that it sticks to 9 to 9 30 because I have other more important things that I want to do with the rest of my time in mm-hmm. order to feel like today I moved the needle. Today yeah. I hit the mark and I did what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's good. I like that. For me, the habit that I'm trying to establish is three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, getting up early and doing a class at 515. And that requires a few different things to happen, which gets a little tricky. Yeah. And that's what I'm running into right now is I need to make sure I'm in in bed, like starting to fall asleep at 10. Mm -hmm. So if the kid's bedtime creeps later and later, that gets really hard to be in bed earlier. Yeah. Because a little bit of wind down time is important. And then if I didn't sleep well, then it's really hard to maintain that habit. Yep. So there's a few different boundaries in place there. Keeping the kids' boundaries in check with their bedtimes, keeping my boundary in check with my bedtime and communicating with my husband so he's aware, okay, my wife's getting up at five tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to honor and respect that and you know help her out. And so there's a lot of different things, but it's identifying like what is, what do I need? What is, what is my boundary for this? What's going to help me be healthy for myself? And then figuring out all the different components that are required for that to happen. Yeah, when you know why you want to do something, that helps you modify your boundaries appropriately. Mm -hmm. So for you, getting up early to go work out, 
that's important to you. Mm-hmm. You are passionate about that. So you're willing to move the boundary of what time you get up in the morning. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of other dominoes that fall with that. You mentioned going to bed earlier, evening routines being adjusted, things like that. When I was writing my book, that was a boundary that I changed. Mm -hmm. I was doing the same thing. I was getting up at 5.30 so I could write for an hour before Mm -hmm. I went into work. And I remember when I was writing that book, the the definition of the word passion still stands out to me. It comes from the Latin word pati, which means to suffer. Mm -hmm. So getting up early (laughs) to do something that is important to you Mm -hmm. is a form of suffering. Yeah. But you're willing to move the boundary because this is something that I am passionate about. It doesn't mean you just do what you love and then everything kind of magically lines up. You have to fight for this stuff. You have to fight for the things that are important to you and you establish your boundaries appropriately. And then that is when you live a life that is worth living. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was a change from the summer because in the summer we didn't have any any schoolwork or anything like that. So I could do my 8.30 classes Monday, Wednesday, Friday and bring the kids with. And with homeschooling the kids and with how they're getting older, I'm like, I cannot afford that that time in the morning, the prime time of helping them get their schoolwork done to be at the gym. And this was just not, especially the beginning of the year, I'm like, no, I just need to establish them crushing their schoolwork the first thing in the morning, getting it done, mm-hmm. not procrastinating because the longer we push it off, the more the attitudes are. The landmines. Yeah, yeah. the landmines <laughs> of bad attitudes about schoolwork come up. Yeah, it's true. There is so much to talk about on this topic. It's really, really incredible. And I would love to go further in detail because boundaries, we talked a lot about like personal boundaries and things like that today. But this goes into relationships with um, other family members um, mm, yeah. and work, the workplace and other relationships. And there's just so many areas this, this goes into, and I find it very valuable to talk about. So we will be revisiting this topic of boundaries of landmarks and landmines. So you can look forward to that. But hopefully today you can identify maybe a trespasser in your life that you shouldn't have allowed get in and you can say no and get it out however you need to. And then also maybe there's something that should be in your boundary, something you should be doing, something someone you should have in your life, someone that should be speaking into you. Something worth protecting. Yes, that should be in there. So I hope that you were able to, something sparked an idea or something in your life that you could adjust today. I know it did for me, and I will. I'm going to keep plugging away at creating my habit of my Monday, Wednesday, Friday early mornings. Awesome! So, thank you so much for listening again to the Intentional Family Podcast. If this is your first time, we hope you you tune in the next time. We can be found at intentionalfamily.fm. Until next time, join us in living life intentionally. Mm-hmm.